0: Hey, I'm Scott McIntyre. And I'm Christina McIntyre. Welcome to the Enduring Hope Podcast, where we encourage you to trust God in every circumstance. (music) Have you ever noticed sometimes we use words interchangeably that don't actually mean the same thing, like illusion and illusion? So an illusion is a reference to something that's often literature. An illusion, on the other hand, is a mirage or some sort of deceptive appearance.
1: Or how about famous and infamous? While famous means widely known with no positive or negative connotation, infamous means having a reputation of the worst kind. People who are infamous are usually famous, but not all famous people are infamous. Okay,
0: now you're going really deep. Another example would be contract and covenant. While these words are more similar than in our first two examples, there are some important distinctions, especially when it comes to the Bible.
1: Contracts are a more modern construct entered into by two or more parties, usually for the purpose of covering losses if the agreements are broken. If anyone breaks a contract there are clearly defined penalties to show how the injured party will be compensated. It's not really seen as a moral failure if the contract is broken.
0: Yeah, for example, no one generally thinks breaking a rental agreement is particularly devious. Maybe some unexpected circumstances arise and you decide to break the contract and pay the penalty in order to move on to a better housing situation.
1: A covenant, on the other hand, is an ancient construct with a much greater moral weight. It includes two or more parties promising to do or not to do something and often includes the penalties for breaking the covenant. Breaking a covenant is always seen as morally wrong. It's no insignificant infraction, even when a penalty is paid. It's a serious betrayal of trust, a devastating breach of a relationship.
0: The Bible includes many covenants. In fact, the word testament is really another word for covenant. So instead of saying Old and New Testaments, we could say Old and New Covenants.
1: Yes, not only that, but the Bible speaks of seven different covenants God initiated with people. Four of these God made with the nation of Israel and three he made with humanity in general. Some of God's covenants were unconditional, meaning God would fulfill his part of the covenant no matter what the other parties did. But some, some as the Mosaic Covenant, which included the Ten Commandments and other laws were conditional This means the covenant would bring either blessing or cursing, depending on Israel's obedience or disobedience.
0: We see in scripture that Israel was by and large a disobedient people. We see again and again how they chose their own ways above God's ways. And this is the problem we all have.
1: But the prophet Jeremiah predicted the new covenant God would make. Listen to this incredible hope recorded in Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 31 to 34. And no longer shall each one teach his neighbor, and each his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more.
0: This new covenant is a promise God first made with Israel. Israel repeatedly violated the terms of all the previous covenants, but God promised this would be different because the hearts of the people would be changed so that they would want to be faithful. After the resurrection of Jesus, non-Jewish people were brought into the blessing too.
1: The New Testament is God's covenant with all humanity, including you and me, and it's a covenant full of grace. In it, he promises that he'll forgive sin and restore relationship with anyone who turns toward him. Ephesians 2 verses 8 and 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast.
0: For years, theologians have argued the finer points of the Bible's covenants, but all agree, God is a covenant-keeping God. He keeps his promises.
1: Knowing the maker of heaven and earth has initiated a covenant with us, fueled by his love and guaranteed by his unchanging and matchless character, should motivate us to be covenant-keeping people. With Jesus as our mediator and the power of the Holy Spirit at work in our lives, we can live as God's covenant people, shining His light on a hurting world that desperately needs the hope of His wonderful promises.
0: If you have a question, you need prayer, or you need help taking the next step in your spiritual journey, please reach out to us on scottmcintyre.com. We would love to hear from you.